You are listening to the Branding Lab podcast, specifically the Behind the Brand series, which focuses on the real life experiences, joys, and failures of my journey launching and building a sustainable and ethical fashion brand. Now, I am on a mission to learn how to build a strategic and purpose-driven brand. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have the same questions as I do. So why don't we find the answers together? In this episode, we are rounding out our conversation about brand strategy and finishing off with a look at vision, mission, and values. What are they and do you need them? Are you ready for this one? Let's get to it. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Brand, a series where I talk about my journey launching my own swimwear company. Now, before we begin and dive into our episode, I really wanted to do a small little kind of PSA for anyone who is listening. The Branding Lab podcast is here for you. It's here for us to learn a little bit more about how to create a truly heartfelt and strategic brand. As a result, if you have any branding or brand-related questions, I would really love to hear them because I would love to address your questions and talk about them. So if you do have a question, I, you know you can always reach me on Twitter at Yvonne Ivanescu, or you can send me an email, hello at YvonneIvanescu.com. Uh, also, if you are a brand strategist or if you're an entrepreneur that has like something that they want to talk about in terms of how they've built their brand or how they've done branding, I would also love to hear from you and I would love to have a conversation with you. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, let's begin with this episode. Now, we're going to start, actually not, we're not going to start with talking with vision, about vision, mission, and values. We're going to be rounding out and talking about all of the elements of brand strategy really quickly so that we can identify what you need to have before you actually have, uh, before you actually develop your vision, mission, and values. So before we talk about vision, mission, and values, what I really wanted to talk about is what you really need to have before all of that. And it all begins and all it starts with, and this ties back to the first episode of the Branding Lab podcast of Finding Your Business Why, The Power of Purpose with Yulia Stark. If you haven't listened to it, I would recommend that you really do listen to it because what you really need to do is you need to understand the why behind your business. So why did you create your business? Um, What drove you to create your business? What is your passion? Why are you passionate about your business? Money shouldn't be the only reason why you created your business. If it is, then you need to rethink a lot of things because especially for me creating now in Rio, what I've found is because I'm so passionate about what I do, it comes out when I come, when I have conversations with individuals, not with, not only with potential clients and customers, but also with potential people that I can work with, you know, graphic designers, videographers, photographers, people want to be part of the now in Rio experience because when they hear about how I talk about it, when they see how passionate about, uh, about it, I am. They want to join the kind of movement, the now in Rio kind of, uh, yeah, the kind of movement. And I think that's super important. If you're not passionate, if you don't have this drive to do what you're doing, what ends up happening is that you're probably ending going to end up fizzling out. Entrepreneurship is a long game, especially if you're doing product-based, anything product-based. I am um, I'm more than one year into this and I still have no products, you know? I still have so many things I haven't even launched yet. And some people, you know, especially when they're developing, for example, fashion products, it takes one or two years to even get 
the products finalized. It's a long, long haul game. Not only that, there's so many things and so many problems that that end up coming your way. And if you're not really just love what you're doing and you really just kind of, this is, this is it, this is what I want to do, you're probably going to end up throwing in the towel or you're going to cut corners or you're just going to kind of be kind of met at the end of all of it. So the first thing that you really need to do, and I think it's so important, is to understand your why, what drives you to do what you do. And money, like I said, money should not be that. Uh, the only thing. Money is great. I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't strive to to get to have money, but there should be another reason why you're starting your business. Uh, the the episode that I have, the first episode, episode one, finding your business why, Yulia Stark actually talks a lot about the questions that you need to ask yourself when you're developing your why and understand what your sweet spot is. I would really recommend listening to that if you're still kind of stuck in that why why did I create my business or how do how do I find my business why? So that's the first thing that you need to do, and I think that's super important um, to be able to define that. Then once you find your business why, a lot of people, you know, a lot of brand strategists will say, well, you need to talk about your vision, your mission, your values at the beginning of your whole brand strategy. I don't believe in that, and that's only because the way that I did it was very different. So once I developed my why, and I talk about my my journey developing my why, I think in finding your business why in the first episode and also why I created a fashion brand. I have an episode that talks all about this, my why and the reason I created Now in Rio Swim. So once I developed that, I kind of had to understand, well, I had an understanding of what I wanted to do. So I had this understanding that I wanted to do swimwear. I had an understanding of the name. I had an understanding a little bit of the target audience. And from that point onwards, I had to do two things. And the first thing is I needed to understand do what do people want from their swimwear, right? What is the need? What is the market need? A lot of the times people just have this great idea and they're like, oh, it's going to work without actually testing the market first. Does the market want what you are providing them? Yes or no. And I have this really great conversation with um, Mark Stober. It's the it's episode nine, Brand DIY. And he really talks about this. And he says that one of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make is that they don't actually go out to their target audience and they do not have a conversation with them and say, hey, what is your issue? What is your problem? How do you want me to solve that problem? And this thing that I created, does it solve your problem? Yes or why? Yes or no? And if no, why not? So you need to have these conversations with people. You can't think that, oh, I've created the best product in the world. Don't test it. Don't ask the market about it. And then think, you know, and then get surprised when you actually launch it and it doesn't work out. You would be surprised how many people do this. Um, I actually, I, I have a PhD in community and I studied community-based tourism projects in Brazil. And what I noticed with like community-based tourism projects, which are tourism projects that are created by the community um, in a way so that they can get money and they funnel it back into the community. It's a really great kind of idea. But what ended up happening and why a lot of those projects failed and they still fail is because <laughs> they created they create projects from a community need and not a market need. So a community needs to make some money. So they're like, why don't we create a tourism project? That's great. They don't check with the market first. They create it. And then once they do launch it and the market says, hey, we don't want this, then it's then they're just like, oh, oh no, <laughs> that's that sucks. What, what are we going to do now? So with Now in Rio Swim, what I ended up doing was I really looked at what's out there 
And I really had conversations with people who I thought were my target audience. I would just sit down with them and I would just have really over very broad questions that I would talk to them about. And if you really want to talk more about how under or learn more about how to create your customer persona, I have a behind the brand series about this. Uh, it's called what is a customer persona and how do you create it? It's great, great information. So you really need to understand who your customer is and have conversations with them. Don't send out surveys. No one, like no one answer surveys, have a one-on-one conversation with people. They can be your friends. They can be journalists. They can be people. Mark, Mark in the episode nine, he actually does say that it's best to have conversation with people who are not directly invested into your brand. So that's really important. Now you have to understand your market. Yes. But then on top of that, you need to understand your differentiator and your differentiator is that's great. There's a lot of swimmer out there. How are you going to be different? A lot of people don't take the time to do this as well. So it's great that you want to create a swimwear. It's great that you want to provide services. You want to be a coach or let's say you want to do uh, skincare or you want to create a fashion accessory, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a lot of whatever you're providing already out there. So what? Are, how are you different? What is your differentiator? And the way that you're going to find your differentiator and understand your differentiator is by doing a lot of market research. And market research includes looking at your competitors, creating a complete and thorough competitor analysis where you look at your competitors, you see what they're doing, you see what they're not doing. You're looking at the reviews, you're looking at everything that people talk about and you note all of that down. Now, I also have a behind the brand uh, episode about this, which is uh, talks about competitive research and how you do it. I would really recommend you look into that and really understand how to create your differentiator. What makes you different? It's so crazy that people don't think about this. That's great that you want to launch, you know, a business that you want to have a pizzeria or you want to have a swimmer company or you want to have whatever you want to have. But how are you different? And that's so important. I actually had a conversation with another brand strategist called Fabian Gehalter, and he has a super amazing book, Bigger Than This. And he talks about how you can actually create a differentiator that has nothing to do with your product. And your differentiator can be your story. Your differentiator can be a whole lot of different things, but you need to understand what it is to be able to build on that. You have uh, identified your why, you've identified who your customers are, you've created all of that, you have identified your differentiator, you have developed all of those different things. You also, like, just as an extra, you need to understand your story and what is the story that you're going to tell. Storytelling is absolutely so beneficial and so in instrumental in creating your brand. In episode eight, Brand Chemistry and Authenticity, I talk with Laura Beauparlant and she actually says that if she goes onto a website and she doesn't find like the founder story, she doesn't see any pictures of individuals of the founders, she doesn't trust that brand. And so while you're developing all of this, you know, that your differentiator, all uh, your customer personas, you also have to understand how are you going to tell your own story? Brand, um, Brand founder stories are super important. People connect with that because remember that people are very, people want to connect with people. People don't want to connect with brands. And so you need to humanize your brand as much as possible. And especially if you're a solopreneur, especially if you're someone who, for example, um, has, you know, is, is all alone in this, your story is the most powerful thing. 
Uh, and I think you need to shine with your story, create a story. And one of the things actually I'm doing with now in Rio and what I've saw, what I've seen a lot with my competitors, and this is what kind of sparked my idea of doing, of doing this is a lot of them do, um, a founder series. They talk about why they created again, why they created their brand, uh, how they did it. So they, they always start with a why, and then they start with their differentiator. So I created this because I saw a gap in the market. So I was a surfer. I love to surf. And then actually all the swimwear that I've been wearing was uh, not well. They didn't, you know, they were, didn't hold up. They faded, et cetera, et cetera. And I decided, you know, I really wanted to create something different that was really sustainable. And uh, I saw that there was nothing else on the market. And from there I developed blah, blah, blah. And this is the process that I did. They talk about their, their failures, their successes. They talk about their struggles because people really identify with that. I struggled with this. I struggled with that. And then we put the, we put all this together and we launch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so founder stories are super powerful. And if you can create a founder story video, because now video is the way to go. Video is a super, super important. You need to understand how to capture everything within video and maybe put it up on your Instagram, you know, and then on YouTube and on your face, on your actual website so that people can connect with you and connect with your story. And in any case, I think I went on a little bit of a tangent there, but let's get back to what we wanted to talk about. So once you have like identified all of those things, the last thing I would say is that you would want to, you need to put together your brand mission, your vision statement, and your values. Now, your brand mission is super important because it is a statement that clearly communicates your brand's purpose. So you need to understand your purpose, obvious, obviously, and then you need to communicate it. You need to communicate your brand's purpose, your objectives, and how your brand plans to serve its audience. So basically your mission is a resume of everything that you've done previously, and you have to put it down in a sentence or two sentences to really kind of capture the essence of what your brand stands for. It is action-oriented, and it gives your customers an idea of what your business does and what impact it wants to make. So the statement may shift over time. So don't think of it as like, oh, I have a mission statement and it's never going to change. It will change. Don't worry because your company will grow and it will redefine its goals. But it's really, really important that you create your mission statement your, and you actually put it somewhere. So in a lot of the past episodes, we talk a lot about company culture and how important it is to have a very strong company culture. You have to understand that the people that you hire within your brand need to understand and kind of live the values and the mission and the vision of your brand. They need to believe in your brand because those people will be your best cheerleaders. They will champion and move and they will kind of push forward your brand. They will be the ones that will grow your brand, your employees. And they need to understand what they're standing for. What is your brand's mission? So what a lot of a lot of brands what they do actually is not only do they put their brand mission or their mission statement on their website, but they'll actually print it out, their mission statement and their values, and they'll actually put it up in their office so that their employees, every time they come into the office, they know exactly what their brand stands for. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly where they're going. It's super important to be able to do that and to, to get everyone on board. So you need to understand what is your mission statement? So again, your mission statement communicates your brand's purpose its objectives, and how it plans to serve its audience. So it's action-oriented. It's now. What are we doing now? Now, your vision statement 
is uh, something that's in the future. So a vision statement describes where your company aspires to be upon achieving its mission. The statement reveals the where of a business. (laughs) So, you know, if your mission is now, your vision is then. Or yeah, then <laughs> it's what do we want to do? And it, it can be a little bit more lofty. It doesn't have to be so action oriented. And whether you're uh, like a massive corporation or a solopreneur, mission and vision statements allow you to gain clarity to ensure that you consistently make decisions in line with your ultimate goals, right? So your ultimate goal, your mission and your ultimate goal is X, right? And so reminding yourself, this is what we want to do. This is where we want to go. That kind of really drives everything. And I talk about vision and mission a little bit with with Mark Gutman in episode five, Start With Strategy. And he was saying that he was also talking about this. Like you need to understand where you're going. You need to understand these are mission and goals. And we talk about Patagonia because he was saying that... (laughs) The employees of Patagonia are probably like really frustrated because they they can only create content within the goals and the vision and mission statement that has been put forth by Patagonia. And so that drives everything that they do, that drives the content that they create, they drives how they speak on on the online, on their website, on social media. And it's kind of like a guideline. Now we talk about Patagonia, so let's talk about their vision, mission, and goals. It's really interesting because they don't have separate vision, mission, and values. And we're going to talk about values. Well, I'll talk about it right now, actually. Values are the things that define your brand. And a lot of people just use words. So they use words like sustainability and diversity, et cetera, et cetera. But it's really good to also kind of define what that means. So diversity or inclusivity or community or whatever the words that you choose they can mean different things to different people. So it's uh, really important to be able to define what that means. Now, I'm on Patagonia's website right now, and you can actually look at this. It's patagonia.com slash core values, and they talk about their core values in it. So they they say, our values reflect those of a business started by a band of climbers and surfers and the minimalist style they promoted. And so their mission vision is to build the best product, cause no unnecessary harm, use business to protect nature, and not bound by convention. And those are also their values. And within each of those, because that's uh, four different types of values, they actually describe what that means. So for example, in cause no unnecessary harm, they describe what that means. So they say, we know that our business activity from lighting stores to dyeing shirts is part of the problem. We work steadily to change our business practices and share what we've learned, but we recognize that this is not enough. We seek not only to do less harm, but more good. So they really kind of define exactly what they mean by cause no unnecessary harm. Because if I read just that word or those that statement, what does that mean exactly, right? Now, you might be kind of confused about mission and vision statements, and that's okay because when I was creating my own, I was just like, I also was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. So what's really cool is there's a lot of information out there on Google with, uh, there's a lot of examples of very big brands who've created their vision and mission statements, and you can take inspiration from them. You can learn why they're, why they created this, why it works, why it doesn't work. I'm going to give you a couple of examples here. Um, very big examples 
I think they're really cool examples. Tesla's one of them. Tesla's mission statement is to create the most compelling car company of the 21st century by driving the world's transition to electric vehicles. And their vision statement is to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. So I think that, you know, their mission statement clearly defines their core goal. So their core goal is to create the most compelling car company of the 21st century. And then it tells you how they intend to accomplish that goal by driving the world's transition to electric vehicles. It's simple and it works. So when you're doing your mission statement, you should also say like, okay, this is our goal, but how are we going to do that? Now, their vision statement is really great as well. They use the the clever word. They use the word of accelerate to, to really kind of show their... And it's a very lofty aspiration. It's a very big thing, you know? And you can go big, you know? You can go as big as you want with your vision statement. Don't let, you know, let your emo, uh, your imagination fly. Uh, let's look at Nike because Nike is... I mean, everyone knows Nike. <laughs> very popular. Uh, They have a mission statement, which is create groundbreaking sports innovations, make our project products sustainably, build a creative and diverse global team and make a positive impact in communities where we live and work. Their vision statement is bring inspiration and innovation to every athlete in the world. And they have an asterisk uh, right beside athlete. And then underneath it says, if you have a body, you are an athlete, which I think is fabulous. I love their vision statement. It's very inclusive. And their mission statement might seem a little bit, you know, run of the mill, but it effectively sums up what they aim to do and how they aim to do it. Again, remember, in your mission statement, it's not necessarily uh, what you want to do, but how you're going to do that. You can also take note that the words that there are words in there that declare Nike's underlying company values. So they actually added their values into their mission statement. So their values are innovation, uh, sustainability, diversity, and community. So they talk about it. So they create groundbreaking sports innovations. So that's one of their uh, values. Make our products sustainably. It's another value. Build a creative and diverse global team, diversity, a value, and make a positive impact in communities where they live and work, which is the last value that they have, which is community. So yeah, I mean, there you go. There's just a couple of uh, examples of really big brands that are doing it. And if you really want, I can share you mine, my vision and my mission for now in Rio Swim. So my vision, uh, my mission, we'll start with action-oriented mission, is to create timeless and contemporary swimwear silhouettes with the finest sustainable fabrics that inspire the empowering celebration of confidence, curiosity, and adventure. Now in Rio is produced sustainably with respect to people and the planet. Our vision is help women embrace the Carioca spirit. Live in the moment, set yourself free, allow yourself to be captivated, captivated by the joy of living, and feel limitless on your unique journey. So there you go. That's my vision and my mission. My values, unfortunately, I did not actually write out a definition with each of the values, but my core values are inclusivity, empowerment, sustainability, and transparency. It's really important when you choose these values that you actually live those values. If you're going to say that our value is inclusivity, if you're going to say that our value is empowerment or sustainability or transparency, you need to live by those values. You can't just throw out a value and say like, oh, great, this this is, sounds cool. Let's just do this value, but not actually believe in it. Because people, I mean, I talk about this in my conversation with 
Melissa Packman. This is episode two, what brand purpose really means and why it matters. And we talk about authenticity. And I know authenticity is a word that's being thrown out a lot and everyone kind of rolls their eyes around it. But authenticity is important, especially when when you're creating your brand. You need to like believe in what you're what you're saying, what you're doing. If you don't believe in the words that you're writing, then people will call you out almost immediately. And they will see that you're fake and they will see that you're not, you don't believe in what you're writing. Authenticity, people can tell when you're being authentic. People can tell when you're being genuine. And so you really need to understand that if you don't believe in sustainability, then don't write it as a value. It's fine. You don't have to, like, you don't, I know we're going towards sustainability. You know, don't jump on a bandwagon because you think that it's going to create more money or more opportunities for you if you don't believe in what you're saying or what you're selling or what you're doing, because you will be called out for that. And you don't want to jeopardize your brand or jeopardize your business. So with that, I think I'm going to end this episode. Um, I'm going to end it with kind of an overview with everything. I'm going to do it very, very quickly so that, (laughs) you know, you can, you can kind of like mull it over a little bit afterwards Brand strategy is the foundational, the foundation of your brand. You need to be able to take the time to understand everything that I've talked about within this episode. It is instrumental to understanding how you're going to build your brand. It's just, it runs everything. Understanding your brand strategy will effectively, you know, it, it means that you will understand what logo you should create what colors you should have, how you should be speaking, what is your voice and tone, what social media channels you're going to be on, what kind of videos you should shoot, what kind of photos you should shoot. Everything that you will be doing from this point onwards depends on what you have created in your brand strategy. That is how important it is. You do not want to be disjointed in the way you talk. You do not want to like not understand who you're talking to, where you should be talking to them. It is so important. So let's break it down. Start with your why. If you don't understand what that means, episode one, finding your business why. Start with your why. Number two, understand who is your target audience. Who is your target audience? Who is your market? Do they want what you're offering? Go and talk to them. (laughs) Don't send out a survey. Understand who they are. Have a conversation with them. This is something I talk about in Behind the Brand, um, uh, the behind the brand, which is the customer persona one. And I also talk about this in episode nine, brand DIY. Number three, competitor analysis, figure out your differentiator. That's great. You want to create a product or you want to create a service or offer a service. Why you, why are people choosing you? Why do they want, like, why will they buy from you? And I think if you want to learn more about that, episode eight with brand chemistry with Laura is really great. I also talk about behind the brand, what's a competitive research and how you do it. Once you do that, understand how do you how are you going to tell your story? What is your story? I think it's so important to understand what your story is. So develop your story. And I mean, we talk about storytelling in almost all of the episodes here. But if you really want to understand how to create that story, there's a really great episode with um, Cassandra Lee, uh, number four, the art of brand storytelling. From there, you need to understand your vision, mission, and your values. Understand what, if you are stuck with that, that's absolutely fine. Don't worry about it. Google, Google it, (laughs) Google it. Uh, How do I create a mission? How do you create values? And don't worry, don't get stuck on it as well. You know, you need to create something, put something together, understand what your goals are, understanding what your visions are, 
put it onto paper and let it be the driving force of not only your brand, but your employees. And you can change it in the end. That's fine. It's not a big deal, but put something down so that you can understand what you want to do and where you want to go. Because it's really important as a brand to understand like in five or 10 or 15 years, where do you want to be? You need to think in the long term as well. And there you go. I believe that's the foundational aspects of brand strategy. From this point onwards, we go into verbal expression. I uh, sorry, brand expression, which is uh, your tone and voice, your per- your brand's personalities, your logos, your colors, your visual identity. So it's kind of like more of the creative, fun stuff. And but it's really important to understand here. You need to have the strategy before you can do the expression part and really take the time to do it. If you have any questions or you want to talk more about brand strategy, hit me up. I love talking about it because it's something that just lights my soul afire. Um, I would love to hear from you. You can talk to me on Twitter or on Instagram. It's the same at Ivani Vanescu. And I will see you again soon. Have a great one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Branding Lab podcast with your host, Yvonne Ivanescu. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, or leave us a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. We'll catch you next time.